0: episode number 91 of the space in between. Welcome. Uh, in a moment we're going to be sitting with our healer of the week, Melissa Crochak who is in Canada. And um, yeah, she has a lot to share about her various offerings and what she's doing with this time during the pandemic and uh, yeah and how she can be here to serve you all. Uh, But yeah, a couple things that are happening in Nomadland. We are, as I have been telling you these past few weeks, have been featuring a Healer of the Week on this podcast. It's part of our new program, our Circle of Healers where we're having these conversations with you all sharing these different modalities because I think more than ever there's so much chaos happening out here in the world that we have to make sure we're taking care of ourselves. We're doing our own self-care, self-inquiry, healing uh, so that we can be the change right within ourselves out in the world. So I think that it's really really important i'm so grateful that i have so many beautiful people in my life that are are in the teaching healing world that i can share with you so we're we're doing that we're bringing you um these different beautiful people that you know you can choose who what resonates with you who resonates with you and, um, and then dive in, dive into your own self-inquiry and self-healing with one of them or all of them. <laughs> uh, so that's happening. Uh, we also feature them over on our other channels through social media and our newsletters. And I will be sharing more of my personal interactions with each of them on my own personal um, social media channels too uh, in the in the coming days and weeks. So what else is happening? I will be leading two amazing programs that I'm very proud to be offering to the world here, especially during these times. Uh, This series of Who Are We Becoming? Uh, Leah and Jonathan have been on uh, just the past couple of weeks and sharing their experiences of Who Are We Becoming? This six-week series where it's a very small, intimate group. We work together, but I also work one-on-one, giving each person their own self-discovery private session actually a couple of them throughout the six weeks to you know look at the obstacles that are in your life if there's something that you want to manifest and there's still something in the way and you're kind of not quite sure right I help you turn the light on to your blind spots and then we look at healthy resources that will bolster you and give you the confidence give you the tools to move forward and, and get to your your dreams. Uh, so that's happening within within the the group Uh, and then what we do is each week we sit in a group and we share our stories and we hold space for one another so we're also learning the tools of how to hold space safely and especially during these times it can feel challenging to hold space for others when there's so many different voices and truths out there. So we come to a quiet, safe space and hold space for each other because what I've realized is that all we do is just want to be seen and heard. So we do that within the group and then we celebrate each person's story each week and honor them and where they're at at their path. So that's starting up again. Uh, September twenty seventh for a six week series. We only have about five more spots left. So if you are if you're curious about it, come reach out. You can go over to Nomad Always at home to find out more. And then if you are a healer or a, te- a yoga teacher or other kind of um, wellness coach, life coach, and you're you're wondering how to maybe add some more tools to your your toolbox to help others or yourself, and or yourself, yeah, Uh, I will be leading my Movement 109 Facilitator training. uh, Level 1. Level 1 is really looking at the groundwork. So this somatic movement therapy is something that you can do on its own. You can incorporate it into a yoga class. You can incorporate it into other fitness movement. Uh, practices. And then you can also incorporate it into some other healing modality. Uh, A lot of my um, graduates have been breath workers and acupuncturists, and, um, and other healing modalities that have been started in body talk. Yeah, Coco, who was on last week, she, she did the training too, and she's incorporating into her modality of body talk in, in her own special way. So it's really not just it's a thing in itself. It's something that you can incorporate into your own practice and add to your healing wellness toolbox So I will be leading that again. Uh, All of this is on Zoom (laughs) and um, and self-practices too. That's happening September 30th, and that is for four weeks. And then we go into level two, which is for three weeks. So if you're interested, again, you can go over to nomadalwaysatom.com or even my website, phoebeleona.com. And yeah, I think that's it right now in Nomadland. So let's go ahead and sit with Melissa. Okay, so I am with Melissa, and Melissa is one of our featured healers in our circle for healers, our new feature in Nomadland, and Melissa and I, we go back a, a number of years, I would say I think it's like five or six years now, um, thanks to Instagram and a hashtag, Yalapa, I think. Um yeah and then the rest was history we met we met in person when I was there for retreat and you were living there and became fast friends and you were a nomad teacher when we first launched the online studio and offered beautiful classes there and we've just kept in touch and now you're again back in nomad land so welcome
1: thank you yeah no it's exciting to still be able to connect and it's I don't know, just having that universal connection and bringing everybody together. Interesting how being on a, you know, southern part of the world can just bring us together in our our home life, you know, and where yeah. we're going from there with everything. So, you know, veer in and out of contact with each other, but it's nice to always come back.
0: Yeah, it really is. And so you were you were living, um, you, were, you weren't you in Yala, but you were in Puerto Vallarta, right?
1: Yeah, more in the city.
0: Yeah. And um, and you were living there for how long?
1: I was there just two winters, I guess. So from like October till June one year and then October till I came home a little bit earlier the second year. Um, and then I just come back home for summers for uh, two to three months. Yeah. Do some massages and work here, some yoga and always kind of working on the online back end of things. Right. So.
0: Yeah. And where is home to you now?
1: Where are you at? I am in Yorkton, Saskatchewan, so kind of right in the middle of the prairies. Um, I used to live in Brandon, Manitoba, so after going to school for massage and um, personal training, I moved to Manitoba, so close to Winnipeg, if some people know that. Um, It's a larger city, but Brandon was kind of my home base of developing that spiritual family and, like, Got into Reiki when I did massage, you know, and then kind of healing myself in that way too. Yeah. Uh, Before I started to work on others, right? Like, um, you can only take others as far as you kind of work on yourself, I feel. Yeah. Just, yeah, starting with the basic things I felt and then um, got into body talk and access bars and opened a little studio after I took my yoga yoga training in India for seven weeks and kind of weird how things get you there it's a big story but might save that story for another time Um, it's a little personal but (laughs) um, you know everything aligned workplace closed down car was actually on a car accident it was a minor one but the car was still totaled off so I didn't have like all these kind of payments kind of went away and I was able to go for a few months on a beautiful journey in Asia. And when I come back, I opened a little studio, but something kind of having the key to like a front end business just was a little bit of a big, it's a big responsibility.
0: Yeah. When was this? Like, what was
1: the time? It was 2012. So I went to India then. And then when I came home, it was about a two-year span where I had this little space. Okay. So I knew it was a good stepping stone, though, right? Like, you need to start somewhere and and build yourself. Like, I feel like it's an engine of a plane. Like, you kind of – you don't take on too many <laughs> people in the plane if you can't support it and you can't hold that. Yeah. yeah. It's so. Yeah, it's so true. And then you kind of – I veered off to Mexico, knew I needed to live in another country. I kind of had a few episodes throughout life where I I said, I'm never going back home, never moving here, never doing that. And then those things do happen and I end up back home (laughs) (laughs) and I'm back here now. So it's, it's awesome. I just, you know, been here for about five years. Yeah, you
0: have, you've been grounded there.
1: Yeah. And so do you feel more
0: settled? It sounds like that you're more settled and feeling good about
1: calling at home. Yes, you. I could say that, you know, even after, I think even just COVID lately, it's almost like I came back around to, like when I started my massage career, it was, I rented a space and had other colleagues and coworkers that did similar things. And we all shared responsibilities and it was nice, it was simple, you just go home after work, I would, you know, be more, I was more social. A little bit more social back then extroverted versus, like, when yeah. I found online business stuff, something just got into me that was, like, personal development and start working towards bigger things. And, um, yeah. I can't remember I was going to go there where was your question going sorry I was just asking about
0: how you are feeling more grounded and you said actually you said more about it more specifically not just the five years but even just with COVID
1: um yeah okay right 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 (laughs) we want to stay on track good awesome um yeah coming back around to where I was about 10 15 years ago it's in between that span of asking myself when did I start to feel unsettled or like when did I have to need to live up to these like beliefs I adopted of like this freedom right and we we all want that freedom and to move our well a lot of people want to move their businesses online nowadays and I think you just I almost just got I was just trying and trying and trying and working so hard you know and I opened up a little studio, and then when I came here, I drove around for a few years, went to all businesses, taught yoga, had a few bad ankle injuries, and you're kind of like, you have to just slow down and listen, and yeah, opened a bigger studio, and I just felt, you know, even living in Brandon, Manitoba, then moving to Mexico, it was like, I have to look back and say like, I wish I was did better when I was there. I wish I would have done this when I was there. I wish I would have been kinder in this way. I wish I would have, you know, I was of service so much, but maybe I didn't take the time for myself in some ways and take care of what I needed to and honor the things I knew I needed to do because I think I was living in either the past or the future. But so now I'm like, I'm going to do my best where I am and be in that present moment. And I just wanted to kind of dump out all the information I had when I got back home. And, you know, you also realize like you write down your goals and your vision, but once you stop that (laughs) and your, your, your reality becomes or your dreams become a reality, Mm -hmm. you know, where do you go from there? So it's like, don't stop refining your your vision because I opened the juice bar and I dreamed of that for four and a half years you know there's not really any healthy places to eat here to be honest it's you know it's fast food everything there's a few restaurants yeah you go order your salads other options there's some modern day vegan burgers and things but I had just I just knew I had to try that so coming back to I guess Um, I guess it was like reaching a capacity for myself, you know, I just wanted to prove to myself, like on different levels, like emotional. And I, I took my Kundalini yoga training before I opened the juice bar. And that was like, (laughs) (laughs) eh, a lot of energy coming up. Yeah. That, that's like my love. I love it so much. Um, but it breaks you through those limitations, you know, Mm -hmm it breaks you through those fears and emotions come out of your, you just cry or you laugh or you release this stuff and it's all going to come out when it needs to. But I just found it really helps me to step into my truth. And I really want to help people get into that feeling and that experience in their own life. And just what is your truth for you, you know, and what do you want to do helping people heal from the inside out and I think that's on all levels, mental, physical, you know, spiritual, um, and yeah, so now COVID comes and I don't even really like to say that word to give it any energy, but, um, yeah, close the studio and just have to kind of decide like, I, that's so that was maybe in middle of April, but, um, It was almost like a humbling experience because you really see like, okay, well, my goal was to have this juice bar and everything together, but um, you see how I didn't really look further past, like, I wasn't sure if I wanted to really have it for 10 years. I just knew I needed to do it and get it out there and experience dealing with more more even more money on different levels more I had employees and working with managing a little bit more stuff um but the 3 year lease came to sign up and i think it was a decision that takes um you know it's it's a strong decision to make because you're going to just close all your stuff down yeah but with the uncertainty too and you kind of like what's a better option right like i can live with that i know manifestation works and the inner work and law of attraction works but you also have to weigh out that reality side too and really go back to like what is working for me now okay (laughs) I wasn't the same person that I was 10 years ago and five years ago
0: and even last
1: year like you know I (laughs) my capacity is at a different space now but I really want to help stay on kind of one path and really help people more than just like dropping in for a yoga class or more than popping in for a massage and just little things, you know, there's people that really need to, you know, really need the tools to to work and it takes more than just doing it one time and I think um, right. by me getting more into, you know, recreating that vision and getting more into alignment with yeah, it works for me, then those right people, and it just fits fits better for solutions and for yeah. <laughs> moving forward and being in that present moment and just being here right now, right? So, so just to get a little uh, clarity, so you
0: had you had your yoga and massage juice bar, that when did that open up?
1: Um, I opened in twenty. 20- he was going into, it was 2017. Okay. So, so you had it
0: for it was three, like three years, years yeah. and then you were about to re-sign another three-year lease. And that's why with everything that's been happening, you decided like, okay, I've done this for three years. It's time to go, let it go. Did you, were you able to pass it on to somebody or did you just close it?
1: No, I just closed it. You know, there was multiple yoga teachers that were a big support and big help that came in and out of. You know with their time schedule and stuff and, yeah um so that was you know and nobody was really nobody they all have their other uh careers as well so it's yeah um you know it's I think it's a big responsibility sometimes and yeah brick and mortar is a huge responsibility yeah. so
0: overhead you know. So you, so you let that go and that was in the midst of all of this transition and you just decided, okay, I don't want to just do like a one shot, you know, come for yoga class or, or a massage. As you said, you want to create something that is more sustainable. It sounds like for you, but also for the person who's showing up so that they are building something to empower themselves in some way. Is that correct?
1: Yes, Totally. And I mean, I love my massage career. I've done massages, I think, since I was in grade two. <laughs> and I yeah. think there was this big awakening when I was younger. Um, excuse me for a second. Yeah. Um, but yeah, everyone, you know, in elementary school or sports teams, like, give me a massage, give me a massage. And my cousins would bother me for a massage all the time. And so mm-hmm. I just. I just did that and it came natural and I I love anatomy and I love physiology. And then, you know, you develop into the body talk side of things and connect the mind and the body. And then I just got into the yoga and meditation and kind of wanted to layer everything. And, but now it's just, um, I guess, 15 years of massage too. I want to make sure that I'm protecting my body and I think experiencing the changes in my body when I work out, when I maybe not in the gym enough, um, too much yoga, not enough, like weights or resistance and it, it does make a difference mentally, you know, with discipline and with flexibility.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think coming into that question of like, what is working for me now? And like, you know, some people, I don't think they ever question, like, do you enjoy going to your job or do you get anxiety? on the way to work do you feel how do you feel when you walk in the door you know yeah. and that could be with teaching a class teaching a workshop or just you know for years you just i would just schedule yoga classes but right now i'm not really feeling called to teach too too much like i'm just waiting for the right timing and it's funny cuz i i kind of i had to say no to a few personal um private classes however then the phone rings and someone's like would you love to just teach a zoom yoga class for the city like or and i was like you know what that feels so expansive let's do it and i was like <laughs> i just said don't do like i don't want to do yoga but then it just something felt right to like do that zoom class right yeah so is uh, it
0: is it when you say expansive are you talking
1: about in terms of like being able to reach more people and that, I think it felt expansive for me to say yes, almost like that feeling. I think if it felt heavy and I was like, you know what? I am because I am launching um, and starting the 90, a 90-day 90 wellness plan in yeah. September here coming up. Um, and then I really was leaning into our support group with the healers and, and, and our, our stuff going on. Um, and I want to really make time for that and, and make sure I'm putting in the quality, um, conscious effort into those things so I just was you know sitting again does this work for me and and that one was a kind of a quick one but it it felt right because I was like you know I can make one morning a week work for a yoga class from home okay you know um, I've been doing a little bit less massages to make sure my body feels right when I'm listening to that so it's kind of minimalizing the services that I, I don't really like, not that I don't enjoy them, but, you know, want to make sure I just choose the ones that I love doing it to conserve your energy. It sounds like,
0: yeah. So you have been kind of pulling things away first, the physical space of your juice bar and yoga massage, but now it's even just the services that you're offering to take care of your body. And now it sounds like you're getting clarity on, yeah, what it is. You've been doing all this stuff. It sounds like you had a lot of balls that you were juggling for many years because you have so many interests and you are, you know, it just keeps taking you further and further down and getting lots of new tools um, to add to your toolbox. But now it sounds like what you're doing right now is creating something with all of that as your own. And is this 90-day program, is that part of that? Is that... Of filtering everything that you love into a program to help others what is it what does that look like
1: totally um yes going back to that path um it's yeah I developed it about six years ago and I think that was you know my idea and sometimes I think projects sit you know on the back burner you develop them and then the creativity i am reading the big Big magic right now by Elizabeth Gilbert and oh
0: my God, that's so well. used i've I read that too, but I used to today in a class
1: crazy, it's just so funny, you know, yeah. I bought it a few years ago, and it just I was like no, nah, I just don't know if this resonates with me right now, but it's so yeah. beautiful, and so just, yeah, we can go back to that, but um yeah. If the creativity is like a being, it's like an entity, and it comes through. And I think you just, you know, move in and out of that that energy and the the time. And um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to sharing all of this stuff with everybody. Meditations, um, yoga, a personalized, custom tr- uh, personal training plan that you really just only need dumbbells from home. And getting into alignment with yourself and, and diving into what your body's saying to you. So you kind of know, um, you can develop that inner intuition and guidance. Um, a ba- You know, a basic meal guide. And then there's also option for like a cleanse program I do. That's plant-based um, thing, which is an optional thing on the side of the plan. But yeah, we go back into just customizing exactly what I'm, you know, working with middle-aged women women who... Uh, maybe don't have time for the gym, busy moms, teachers, business owners who just know they need to slow down yeah. and kind of maybe reignite that inner, um, just that energy, energy and enjoying their life and really tapping into the life that they want to live and create. And you can use like, you can use yoga, meditation, movement, mindset, and nutrition, basically is kind of my three main keys, uh, movement with exercise, yoga, and you know taking action on the the journaling even and and once you um one of my clients she just started up and she wanted to start early because <laughs> we're starting in a few weeks but the online members area is already it's already created so people can work at their own pace awesome and it's a 12-week plan so it's laid out super simple and i'm kind of in the process of making a 2.0 version so okay. as we go into this live, um, program coming up in the, on the 23rd, it'll be two live calls a month. And then you'll get a weekly workbook and there's already, um, a daily journal PDF that you get. So it just helps to dissect that. And, and one of my clients messaged and she said, she's like, wow, I really like, you know, you can skim through the messages, but you, or the questions, but once you really sit down to write them out, <laughs> your mind, the wheels start turning yeah. and you're like, Sometimes you're like, do I want to write this down? Like <laughs> <laughs> but you, you just got to lay it out, you know, lay out all the good stuff, all the exciting stuff, all the sad stuff, all the yeah. stuff, and <laughs> yeah, lay it out.
0: So that sounds really interesting. So you have it, so people can join right now, but it doesn't officially start, you said, until the 23rd. Uh, so yeah. they can pace themselves if they tend to be – so are they getting the material ahead of time if they're signing up now? So if they want to work a little bit like between now and the 23rd, they can do that. Yeah, totally. That's and nice. And then, but it's for 12 weeks together as, as a group, as you said, for live calls.
1: Beautiful. A few more things in the, in the bonuses too. There's some bonus Kundalini classes and um, a five day workshop for being the change and yeah a few other bonuses for i guess local people that live a little bit closer um we're going to have some celebration days for ourselves
0: oh like in-person things
1: talks day and yeah but you know two live calls a month a weekly what's or a support group for in whatsapp and then yeah i'm going to add in some new stuff as we go along just to kind of update it but they will get the they will get the product they will get the access to the content and they can kind of start whenever and they'll always have access access to that so
0: very cool (laughs) nice that's great and so it sounds like as we said before like everything that you kind of it's like all of the beautiful um gems that melissa has gained along the way you're putting them in this package for for your clients to to receive so that sounds Mm -hmm. beautiful
1: yeah I guess for I mean just going through what we're you know people are going through now um it's I think too for time schedule and everybody's time schedule is different I found even you know if I did do a couple yoga classes like it's hard to get the right time for everybody right like you can't always please people so I think it's enjoyable to sit down and just listen to an audio take some time to journal for yourself have coffee yeah um, whether it's in the morning or the evening and you know I always tell people too like I'm like this is not an excuse but (laughs) I said if you choose to say no to a one-hour class at least be okay with just doing 10 minutes you know or 20 minutes like that's okay because you still feel accomplished. And I think sometimes very like beginners or people going through lots of stress and emotional times, Like it, it takes a lot of practice to slow down. Mm-hmm. I went through a lot of anxiety about 12 years ago and it was just learning how to use that as a compass. And it's almost like when you're really stressed out and the body's running on cortisol, and you're going all the time, adrenaline, you know, sometimes the body doesn't even want to eat, <laughs> you know, you're, so depending on what you're doing, you're, you're busy. And, and once you really slow down, it's like that little engine is always running in the background,
0: you yeah. know, so
1: the nervous system doesn't get a break. And until you really slow down, <laughs> I think, which so much, so many of us realize lately is like, wow, I was really so busy. <laughs> Yeah. Why are we doing this, you know, and we have to do what we have to do, but we should also do what we love and make sure we're choosing what's healthy for us and choosing where we want to go.
0: (laughs) Can you speak a little bit more about your, your, your old journey with anxiety?
1: Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it was back in probably 2000 I guess 2007 I finished massage school and was in a relationship and it was just kind of a toxic relationship (laughs) Mm. it was a couple years and it was just moving to a new city and you kind of develop a little bit of maybe codependency or you know that's the only person you really know for a while Um, so I started going for body talk and going for the Reiki sessions I was talking about and going into courses. And that's where I really just tapped into my, my spiritual side of things and manifesting and reading. And then I'd go to the body talk sessions with the music turned down in my car and like all worked up and just in my head. And then I would like, I couldn't even get up in the morning sometimes. Like I was like, I get dressed and brush my teeth. I just would lay in bed. I would be awake, but I just wouldn't get out of bed yeah and then I'd finally just go to work or get to the body talk and I'd just be connected with a person and it would just go away you'd feel better like why didn't I just get my ass out of bed get my day going like I know I feel better when you do what you need know you need to do right and it was all just creating my own thoughts about the situation and how I perceive it but I would leave the body talk feeling amazing and like I wanted to party and just turn the music up <laughs> <laughs> and I was you know it would clear a layer of the onion and it would just always clear more and reveal a little bit more, and yeah, then I just got into taking I took the course and got into all that, and you know, even a part of my foundation of maybe focus for the course was to help people with anxiety too, because yeah, it's bringing you into that state of gratitude every day <laughs> with the journaling and like. Um, using that energy to see like I even you don't know you know sometimes there's so much interference coming in on social media with memes and quotes and
0: mm-hmm.
1: feel who you're around and you shouldn't be with this person and you should you know like there's the negative not negative but I feel like we shouldn't pick up all those ways of we should be like this, and we should do this. and I think it's kind yeah. of harmful to <laughs> harmful to our our people around us, you know and yes, we have to choose and you can feel the difference with with who you're around. but um yeah, using that anxiety as a compass of is something not true here or yeah, what am I picking up, you know so so now it's nice to be able to control that and as a journaled and read the magic and did the 28 days in that book and put the work in you know you can my partner he read the book but he never like did all the journaling but he just read the whole book okay which is good he's still like he's he you know he's on his path and he does his thing with a read for a bit and then he'll stop for months and which is totally fine he's doing
0: what he needs to do yeah what he's ready for
1: so he, he read that and, um, but yeah, when you put the work in a journal and I mean, I find a difference when, um, you just dump the brain out a little bit and put it on paper. Yeah. So that helped me with anxiety, just sitting down daily for, before I went to work and just share what you're grateful for with yourself. You know, yeah I think it took a little while to you know, I remember sitting at the table one day, I was in an apartment, we didn't even have a couch in there. <laughs> my roommate was like eight years younger than me in university and all I had was my computer, my juicer. I think mm-hmm. we had like a dinghy actually blown up where we watched movies a couple times. <laughs> 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 but you know, we had bigger goals and we were we go to the gym and we do things and it was so much more than that, you know? And I just remember sitting there and, um. Oh, I don't want to lose my thought. You were sitting sitting on the dinghy, and you had bigger dreams. Ah. Oh. And it was with thing. Was it with anxiety? Um. Sitting at the kitchen table. Tro, 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 tro. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> It'll come back. It'll come, come back. Story. Um. <laughs>
0: But So you were living with: Yeah, this, I don't yeah you were living with this roommate that was when you were going through your anxiety eight years ago and going through the body talk, OK. And so yeah, yeah, up, yeah. So you were waking up every morning feeling this like kind of sounds like anxiety and dread of moving on through your day, but then you, you had this gift of being able to like go into body talk. But then each time it it sounds like it was getting easier and easier for you because of the work that you were doing with the body talk. It sounds like. Mm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so
0: when those layers away and then it just became natural, I mean, you were doing a lot of work, but it just
1: became more natural. I remembered what I was going to say.
0: Okay, good.
1: Um, Just, just um, it, I think it took my mind a little while. Like, it's like, what's, what are you grateful for? You know, and you kind of, you'd only maybe think of a few things and then each day you would have like 10 and then 20 and then you just could keep writing because yeah. you're kind of retraining yourself to like wow I really I'm just grateful for everything and then you know I just would write and it was years like I look back it's like 2016, 2012, 2014 all back to like gratitudes of pages of gratitudes and yeah. written out by hand and then some written in folders in my computer and it was just it it worked yeah reading worked. reading is such a prescription I would I would give people you know as a suggestion like getting out of your own head and reading somebody else's words Mm -hmm. to reassurance and like changing that perspective you know having a new quote or a new message daily or weekly I find like really carries you through too because it's like (laughs) <laughs> Taking that leap, that transformation, you know, it's only yeah. faith and holding on to that faith and making the first stair- step of the staircase, you know. Yeah.
0: Well, it's interesting what you're just saying of, you know, reading and finding, you know, inspiration w- within other people's words, but then also to have that other side of it, like what you were just talking about with Facebook or, or other social media channels, right? Where it's, it's, that actually ends up being somewhat negative hearing other people's words of like you said, the shoulds, like you should be like this, you should do this. So can you speak to that a little bit or if, you know, how you, maybe how you show up in the, the world of social media in terms of participating and receiving other people's messages or, and, or how you show up and, and, um, put your words out there.
1: Yeah, that's a, That's a big thing lately.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it has, especially in our, in our fields.
1: I'm just going to get comfier. Um,
0: Yeah,
1: I had a little thing with a friend happen. I'm, I'm, I'll just save that on the back burner for a minute, but. Um, yeah, I mean, there's so many memes and messages and quotes and little, just like a blurb, right? And. I feel like people can hang on to those things so potently and so powerfully. And lately I've been really feeling like um, nothing has meaning or significance unless like un- un- it's whatever you give significance to that, that word or that person or that, what they said or what you read right and how you interpret it and then I saw this thing about relationships are just you and your idea of the relationship and your idea of the person and your thoughts about the relationship and it was all just you (laughs) and I was like oh your reflection yeah and it's it's amazing and there's a few close friends that will share a lot of little funny things throughout the day but like sometimes I'm just like I have to back away from just sharing too many of these things, you almost feel like I don't know. There's some, a couple people that I'm, I'm, I know that, and I probably am a mirror with it too, right? So it's almost like, where are we using these labels and things in our life to like make choices and decisions, and is it even true for us, and who does it belong to, and. Mm. You know, it could be sabotaging something in your life or some growth or some area where, um, you know, what I mean, it could mean so many things for so many people, but I just feel it's a little bit damaging and um, people take things really the wrong way so easily and we're only getting glimpses of their reality.
0: Yeah. Images
1: and pictures and, you know, it's. I guess it's just stepping into our truth and... um doing the best we can with what we know at that time but really not absorbing it and letting it affect us on um you know penetrating our our frequency our vibration and I think taking it with a grain of salt yeah that you know someone can even text or say something in person or share a quote and we I read it someone sent it vice versa we might have both taken it completely in a different, you know, context. So it's, I think it's just so important to connect with people and just, like the four agreements, you know, if it's a fact or if you really know, make sure you just reach out and clear things up and not hold on to things too strongly. So, yeah. How do you feel about that too? Like social media yeah like with those just kind of the energies of maybe people using not as excuses but using the the labels or the terms or the you know what I mean the quotes to kind of guide them them
0: yeah I mean I I I think this is a constant um conversation but I feel like especially with the shifts that have been happening these past several months it it include like I'm sure you're feeling it too, but specifically in the United States, there's just this climate is just building to more and more chaos. And so all the messages that are in the media and social media are just so chaotic and and it's hard to decipher what your own voice is in the midst of that, right? Like you're saying, everything is a mirror here. You're kind of looking at your relationship to it, as you said, I love that. You know, um, but it is, it's like, when there's just so much information coming at you, it's hard to like really listen to how is that, how is that within myself or how is that, how is that, you know, me or how, how am I going to interact with it now? Am I going to choose to react to it or am I just going to, you know, sit here and be still? So I think that it's very much in a heightened state. So we have to have these conversations about how we're showing up and how we're holding space for people. Um, for me right now, I mean, I'm really trying not to like scroll and pay, you know, I really limit, (laughs) I really limit who I, who I listen to and and look at, you know, um, I've always been, I've always been pretty good at that, but you know, I, I I kind of curate that, right. Who I follow or who I'm friends with and follow, um, so that not to like, like live in a bubble, but just for my own mental health, right? If I know that there's somebody who is just putting out really negative um, energy in terms of their posts and what they're showing, I, I make sure that I don't see that, you know, because again, it's not just to live in my own bubble, but just because my own sanity, right? Because I, I feel that as a, as a person who's a teacher and, and, and a healer and being spiritual, I have to really show up in a positive vibration, you know, that positive frequency, and not just saying like, the world is full of rainbows and butterflies, and it's all this beautiful. Um, everything is beautiful, right? No, it's it's being able to really sit in the darkness and and understand like how to be the change, as you said, how to be the light, um, even in the darkness. Um, so I do quiet, I do choose to quiet those noises because I'm very aware that they're out there, but then I can get quieter and listen in that space of darkness within myself rather than the chaos that's out there. Cause that's really just a distraction to the darkness that is within ourselves, um, because it is reflecting out of here. Uh, so I, have really been trying my best to take this time to be quiet and listen, to what is in here. And then how do I show up? How do, how do, how do I, how would I want to receive that message? You know, if I were the one, you know, the, like a like a, a version of me, you know, scrolling through, what do, what, do, what would that person want to see that I'm trying to attract in my life? Right. So, um, and it, that conversation's always like going on, right? Like, what do I need to see today? Um, what, uh, yeah. What do I need to see today? I always ask, is it necessary? You know, if I'm about to kind of go down like a sort of negative rabbit hole, <laughs> I just ask, we're or, or sharing a lot of details about my life. I just ask, you know, is this necessary? Why am I doing this? Is this for my ego or is this, you know, to help and serve somebody else? Yeah. So those are kind of the questions that I ask myself. But yeah.
1: Yeah. Always checking in and, um, I like that you said scrolling because I was going exactly there. And like that, you know, you'll sometimes see a post like stop and stop scrolling and do the work. Right. And it's like, yeah. it's exactly that. It's like we are so bombarded with stimu- like stimulation and our sensory overload. Yeah. And, you know, like going from one thing to the other, to the other in like seconds. And it's like stopping and being present and undoing those habitual patterns of picking up your phone and going to check all the emails and going to do these things and being aware of that and yeah just practicing slowing down and getting into that present moment and um I think that's why I loved learning about kundalini yoga and wanted to share that with people is um you know it happens on such a subtle level and there was a description in one of the books that said like a seasoned yogi might feel it a little bit differently from a kundalini class to a hatha class but mm. um you know maybe if you've been practicing for longer you could notice the subtle feelings sooner but a couple clients had done kundalini and they were like i don't like how that made me feel mm. you know and the anger come up or this the sadness come up and they didn't want they wanted to push it back down and i think holding yeah. stretches longer it doesn't stir up some junk as maybe fast as a Kundalini does, but um, going back to just the stopping and scrolling, but the stress, um, fight or flight, mm-hmm. rest and digest, our central nervous system, that parasympathetic, sympathetic change from like doing the movements quickly in Kundalini or the breathing, and then you stop in the stillness and just kind of receive the benefits of what comes through after that right and it it's almost retraining yourself to go from stressful mode and when stress happens your body's already prepared to deal with it in a calm way right mm-hmm. and it's um you can stay less reactive or less um affected by it on a nervous system in a nervous system way or on that level i guess is yeah okay so it's so nice and beautiful and (laughs) such a nice way to connect with yourself and in a group class and everybody can a chance, you know, to tune in and tune out and some meditations together. And people have had the most amazing shavasanas and amazing experiences just coming out of that and saying like, wow, you know, we tuned in in a different way and it was just they are like, we noticed the energy in the class the whole time just it's so neat.
0: <laughs> and so cool. I mean, were you doing that in person or on Zoom or whatever?
1: Well, yeah. those classes at the time, yeah, we're still in the studio. Oh,
0: okay. I was going to say, so yeah, have you taught it now um, online with people or, and how, it, how is that translated? Because I was actually pleasantly surprised this shift. I did not think that having this, you know, experience on zoom was going to translate as well but how was your how and it did it did translate but how is it
1: yeah um i think you know i think the people who are coming and experience the classes because we're a little we're a smaller town it's about twenty thousand. so yeah. you know when you think about your demographics and your ratios um people you know i think just where everybody was maybe emotionally or with just the shock of things um I probably I had a lower attendance than I would have had in person online mm. but you know everybody still showed up and people were still asking and, and some people w- took the recordings and wanted to do them so I did do one uh session in April
0: okay
1: kind of after things kind of started to
0: and energetically just how did it feel
1: um it was nice you know I actually noticed um because I carried out the march classes online as well Okay, which were the still evening classes and stuff we did, but it was such a shift in my day that I was I didn't have the energy in the evening as much as I did, so I shifted it into morning classes, and it was just a beautiful way to see everybody in the morning, and we all went on you know on our way and feel so good yeah. so I just had to sit with that too, because it was you know, I want to do it for everybody's time, but I also um just also, you know, we didn't have too many morning classes. So I'm like, I'm going to do this. <laughs> and everybody's recording and see how it goes. But it was, yeah. you know, it's a little different. Um, they still, you know, I think when you really put the effort into the practice and you're there, it's you, you get what you put in and um, those benefits happen a little bit on a stronger level too. But, you know, everybody's at a different place when they're. Yeah. Starting And when you're coming back to your practice or every day, you know, you feel like, yeah, you change much, right? So
0: really, yeah. Do you find that because you have, you, you're, we're similar in that we have so many different backgrounds and studying different modalities of, in the ways of teaching movement and healing. Do you find that your, um, your following in terms of students, clients, um, has shifted over the years or are they pretty much changing with you if that makes sense like are they just going oh wow what is melissa offering now It might be completely different than what you did six years ago or now you're kind of even coming back around to what you did six years ago it sounds um in some ways but have they have the people been ebbing and flowing does that make sense like in and out or are there are new people still with you
1: um i think with going online a little bit I have been able to reach clients that I had back when I started my massage career and yeah. started doing workshops and yoga so there's you know a handful of them that reach out and um, I've done a workshop there actually it's only a few hours away so I reconnected with some people there and yeah so some join me off yeah. for some online things and then there's been clients here that you know there's and there's you know, there's a nice group of community of healers and spiritual people around here too. And I think people kind of dabble in a little bit of everybody's mm-hmm. offerings and services. And so it's nice that way too. So sometimes you'll see people for a while and they'll do things and then they'll be off to the gym and then they'll come back and, you know, mm-hmm. ebbs and flows. But yeah. yeah, for the people that were more regular, I find they, they've joined me online for some stuff too. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, we could reach anybody out here, right? So I know.
0: yeah, it's exciting to be able to reach more people in this respect. Uh yeah, and you're yeah, you're part of our circle of healers too. And you just joined in the our second week last last Tuesday. So how are you feeling being with us?
1: Um, it feels great actually. It feels yes. nice. You know, I was leaning into that. I'm like, hey, do I have time? Am I gonna make sure I be able to show up all the time. And, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm just having better boundaries with myself. And I would always say yes to massage clients and, and book people in even if I was had a full day, like I might squeeze someone in if they needed it. And, but now I just have to say no and honor my energy because I want to give better sessions and service, but so it's making me have more time for connection and support and, reaching out to others and I think it's such an important time that you're putting this together and it's it's nice and I want to reconnect with you and you're out there and yeah uh, being these nice ladies together and it just kind of felt yeah like we all have some kind of familiarity with each other already in a way and something there so I'm looking forward to learning more about what everybody does because I know it's um interesting
0: yeah, me too. I, I've been having a lot of fun, you know, listening to each week we've been presenting a, a healer of the week. So we'll have these forums where, um, you know, Jean Marie was the first time sharing her Vedic astrology. And then this week I shared my movement practice and Coco, who also does body talk, she, she'll be doing hers. And then you'll have your week. And, uh, and then we have a few other people following you, so we're just kind of all getting to know each other as people, but then also as you know these facilitators. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited that you're you're a part of it. So you're when you're coming to share with us, what are you going to be sharing with us that for that hour that freebie that we all have with you? I'm curious.
1: Well, you know, it kind of just popped in. It was like another easy like decision I well when I was looking at the list everybody's name was on there and I know well body talk I can do long I usually do long distance and some services I offer obviously massage and and tire massage and stuff is a little bit more difficult right so yes (laughs) um, so normally I do body talk but the kundalini just seemed to fit right in there for me so
0: yeah
1: um and with my 90-day wellness plan like the customized part like I have a lady you know a couple of people with insomnia uh, a lady with just had a, a hysterectomy you know knee surgery so there's like a, a whole bunch of different areas and then also emotional stuff too right so some people going through different things and there's meditation that can help with ver- such varieties of different things with the brain and, and with mantras using sound healing in your voice so so I'm going to bring like a mini Kundalini class and then kind of curate it to their needs and share the meditations. And Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited
0: for that. And yeah, and if somebody's listening here um, on this podcast, they can also join your your program. And then if they're also interested in doing something maybe more privately with
1: you, that's an option too. Totally. Yeah, yeah. We always, I'm always going kind to of open to, you know, I just want to hear what they are going through, their vision, um, their intentions with, you know, maybe some services or offerings that they might be attracted to and see where it would be a best fit. But um, yeah. yeah, you know, online, um, different, different training programs. I have a 40 day meditation plan. That's something you just get emailed each day. Um, there's a free ebook on my, on my page. You can pop your email in and you'll get a free ebook for mantra and meditation. So it's even just a nice starter guide to read more about the benefits of the meditations and, um, you get a playlist with it to go along. Um, but yeah, you know, and then we can kind of go into more of the mentorship program that we run live. I'm going to run it twice a year and then people can still do that part self study. So, um, and then the option of one-on-one and working a little bit closer, so
0: yeah. awesome. There's so many options to be with you to unwind with Mel- Melissa. Totally, yes, <laughs> that's so cool. So yeah, so it sounds like you're in preparation for your 90-day program that's coming up. And um, what is your home life looking like right now? What do you, what do you do oh, there? It's,
1: it's pretty chill. My partner is actually up hunting. He's a bow hunter which kind of clashes a little bit with you know my feels on things but I I'm you know you have to just honor what people's things are and his daughter is a hunter too so you know she shares stuff and I'm like I don't really want to like that post I just support (laughs) what you do and I don't have to do that you know but you know what they have this it's a different view and I did go sit with him one day long story short it was just weird just watching the deer and like this is like your meditation you know and it's so peaceful there and they just sit for hours hmm. and so I get that they harvest one to two animals a year hmm. versus you know buy meat ever at the store or anything yeah. so you know that's more their department but my home life we have a bed and breakfast so we have um, people from the states actually would come up guys for, for bird hunting so again foot partners department but on that side of things we have some ladies coming tonight to stay one lady she does retreats and she has a fitness center so she's here for one night and we have guests that stay upstairs like there's a little private area and then we usually have a camper set up outside too by the river so they have like a private area out there so I'm just getting cleaned up for that and then I go into work later uh, for a massage client so it's kind of yeah balance my morning and do stuff at home and
0: nice oh I love it yeah Yeah, you I think the last time we were we were in connection you were talking about this you know what you're doing now you were I I don't know if you had bought property or you were looking at property but you were looking at um you know creating this little retreat so it sounds like you're you're doing it
1: yeah it's here it's arrived great Um, yeah, about five years ago, I guess, when I moved back from Mexico. Like, my partner kind of moved. He moved in, and then I was going back to Mexico. And then when I got back, kind of yeah. moved in. But, you know, the yard took a while to kind of get how we wanted. And yeah, then just things start evolving. And we got – I brought my sauna, infrared sauna home, and we got a oh. – So just kind of developing into that feel. That. And I think – I mean, we started – we were trying to do retreats a few years ago, but I just don't think we were as clear on where we were going with things, you know. So, yeah, that's what um, we're We'll talking. just wait for the right time with the retreats. Got it. Because of the space and the lodging and yeah, stuff, and the winter here is a little bit long. <laughs> <laughs> so, so unless we have like the proper <laughs> yeah, tenting and all those huts and can't think of the name right now um cool authentic you know that kind of thing yeah but yeah so it's you know there's bed and breakfast here in the prairies it's nice you are close to a lake and I mean we see moose and actually been biking around there's bear um droppings
0: okay in our
1: yard so it's like we're close by <laughs> nice <right? and> wild <laughs> yeah so cool <laughs> Nice. yeah,
0: yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah, and how and how can people get in touch with you, Melissa?
1: Well, you can visit unwindwithmelissa.com. You can check out Instagram or Facebook of course and just message me on uh one of those. So,
0: okay. Um, yeah. We'll have those links in the show notes too, so
1: totally awesome. Well, know, you know I keep saying totally, but everything is
0: totally. Totally have- awesome. <laughs> totally awesome good um, well thank you so much it's been such a pleasure being able to sit and catch up with you and share share you to the world so yeah
1: thanks yeah cool. so good to see you and catch up and i'm looking forward to the next eight weeks seven weeks so yes cool, cool.
0: okay all right thank you So I hope you had a wonderful time with Melissa. I certainly did, being able to sit and catch up with her. Uh, Again, you can find out more at her website at unwindwithmelissa.com. And you can find out, again, more about what's happening in Nomadland at nomadalwaysathome.com or phoebeleona.com. One more thing that is happening for my friends who are in the Hudson Valley, I will be back to see you all and share some time and space to close our Stonegate uh, season, uh, Stonegate Farm season. So I will be there for Restore Your Breath. Uh, This will be the Movement 109, the groundwork practice, as I mentioned earlier about the facilitator training, and it'll go into breathwork. So we'll be doing a little bit of movement, a bit of breathing in nature with community, before we uh, close up the season. So I would love to see you there. You can find out more over at our website or um, yeah, at Eventbrite, okay.